Hello, everyone. I hope everyone is doing really, really well and recovering nicely from the full moon that we had this past week. It was a little nuts. So full moons hit people differently. There have been several full moons where I've had other friends say to me that, oh, the energies are so crazy and oh, how was the full moon for you? And I'm like, I actually didn't feel anything. I was good. I can definitely tell you that was not the case for this full moon we just had. It was kind of insane, actually. So not only did it bring up a lot of things from the past for me that I needed to clear some things that I had had some pretty severe fears surrounding and thought I had actually worked through that entirely already. And that stuff kind of came back up again. I'm getting the feeling that this is also having a little bit to do with Venus and retrograde because some of this had to do with relationships, control, my own feelings of wanting to control things in a relationship. And sort of where that came from, that feeling of not being in control and what happens when you don't feel in control while you want to control things, right? So it's it sort of creates the opposite effect. So for me, this didn't come in as me wanting to control things, but it was actually coming in as feeling completely out of control. I felt like my life was going in really weird directions. The energy felt very bizarre. I kept on feeling like, who am I? What am I doing? What am I doing here? Like, it was just this very disjointed feeling of almost not really knowing who I am, which is super weird because I've done so much work. I've done so much work on myself and my soul and clearing all that debris so my soul can shine through and everything else. And then all of a sudden, this just sort of knocked me on my butt. So it took me a little while to actually do this channeling because I was recovering from it. I was very much recovering from everything, all of the energies. And I chose to do some work in the Akashic Records during that time as well. And that was really powerful. And that was really intense to the point where prior to doing this work, I basically felt it for a few days before. And that's typical. That happens if you're going to be doing some big clearing. But then I also had this like incredible energetic hangover for like a few days. And I feel like I'm just finally getting out of it now. But it was pretty intense feeling a lot of tiredness, feeling a lot of sort of discombobulation overall. So if any of you out there are feeling that right now, which I already know a lot of you are, some of you have reached out to me to tell me that you're feeling really out of sorts, that things are feeling really weird. And I just wanted you to know that you're not alone, that that is definitely the energy of what is going on right now, in addition to what your individual story is and what you're working on individually. 
So from that aspect of things, I guess today's channel is going to be very much about what is happening within this transition at this time. So I feel like this is a very transitional time. At least for me, it is. Maybe it's not for some of you, but those of you who have found this particular channeled message, this is going to resonate for you because that's how the universe works. <laughs> you find the things that are aligned for you when you're when you are tuning in. And so I'm hoping that this, this message will be not only enlightening for you, but also enlightening for me, because here's the thing. When I do these channeled messages, I'm getting these messages from my guides, from archangels, from, you know, all, all sorts of different sources. And they tell me information I don't know all the time. <laughs> I just got out of a session just now, actually. And I learned all kinds of new stuff that I had no idea about because that's the information that I'm tapping into from the universe and they're just giving me the info. So it's pretty great. I love it. All right. So I'm going to ask my guides right now what the right question is to ask at this moment. So they're, they're guiding me to ask why this feeling of transition at this moment feels so discombobulated and completely frenetic and is, is sort of making our human bodies feel out of sorts. Okay. And what the transition is. Okay, cool. Many of you have been experiencing what Annette has been describing as transition. It is a transition, but it isn't. It is more of a moving through a particular energy or a particular portal, if you will, of energy. And it's like from moving to one place from another. So prior to this moment, you were in another energy and you just stepped into a new energy and you're getting used to what it feels like to be in that new energy. That is the feeling of not knowing who you are, what you're doing, where you are. That feeling that Annette was just describing. That happens when you collapse timelines. It happens when you shift dimensions. It happens when you are moving from one side of the portal to the next in terms of energy. Oftentimes it's not as visceral as that. You wouldn't necessarily feel it so much in your body. You wouldn't notice it so much in your experience. If it is something that is gradual or something that is shifted through natural means. But there are times when the shift happens quickly, which causes this feeling of, as Annette says, discombobulation, 
where you feel out of sorts, not knowing where you are, who you are, what what's happening. And that happens because you are literally shedding one timeline and moving on to another. And the timeline that Annette was on was no longer serving her. And she had to jump to this other timeline before the other one ran out. It's a little bit like playing the video game that you call Frogger. When you're on those little logs, you have to jump before you run out of log. It is very similar to that in terms of jumping from one timeline to the next. Now, that does not mean that Annette would have crossed over or died had she not jumped onto that next timeline. It just simply means that that timeline would have expired and she would have found herself very, very lost and not knowing where to go or what to do until she found the new timeline. And that happens oftentimes with humans. If you are not jumping to the new timeline, you're still wandering in the ethers after a timeline that has already expired is still in your energy field. So sometimes this process can be a little jarring. Okay. So I have a I have a question for for you Akula. If you could help me to know like what do you mean by the timeline running out? What does that mean exactly? It simply means that there is no more energy that is sustaining that particular reality. So the reality has run its course. That particular timeline has run its course and it has no more fuel in the engine, so to speak. So it basically dies out because there's nothing more that it needs to do. There's no use for it any further. Okay. So what does it mean if somebody stays on a timeline that's dead or a timeline that's that's come to its end? What happens there? They either stay stuck in that old paradigm until they realize that they are stuck and then they move into the new timeline or they can stay stuck there until they cross over into the next lifetime. It's entirely up to that person whether or not they're going to make that shift and change. Most of you who are listening at this time would not stay stuck for long because you've done enough internal work and you've done enough spiritual work to understand when you are stuck and to understand when you need to move, when you need to take action. Okay. So as, as our guides, do you often give us nudges and certain things like that in order to 
push us off the dead the dead timelines. I wouldn't call them dead timelines because that's not what they are. They are timelines that have run out of energy. So they are no longer active. Think of them as inactive timelines. Okay. So will you give us nudges if we're sort of on a timeline that is running out of steam, so to speak? Yes, we give you nudges all the time. Okay. Okay, so if somebody is feeling stuck in that energy of sort of a, a dying timeline, or I'm sorry, I will rephrase, in a, a timeline that is losing steam that doesn't have any energy left, if they're feeling stuck and don't know how to go into the new timeline, what do you suggest? The first thing we suggest is to get help, to speak to another practitioner, to get outside information. Sometimes you as humans get so closed in on your own energy that it is hard for you to see anything outside. The second thing we would suggest is to go within and ask yourself what is aligned for you. And whatever isn't aligned for you, allow it to break free, allow it to let go. Okay. So one of the things that I did feel during this time was like this feeling of wanting to get out of my skin. Like it felt really uncomfortable. Like I needed to like shed some old skin, like a snake skin. I needed to shed it before I could move forward. But I really had a hard time getting out of it. I felt like I wanted to move into this new timeline. And clearly now that I know that that's what it was, like I felt like I needed to move into this new timeline, but like I felt like I couldn't shed the old skin yet. And I felt like something was holding me back from doing that. Can you speak to that a little bit? Because I feel like that was a pretty important thing. Ultimately, it was up to you to shed that old skin and to shed that old energy. The reason why you were feeling it so palpably is that you had a lot you had a lot to shed. It was a lot that had built up. It was a lot of your old persona. It was a lot of your old story. It was a lot of things that you had been complacent about, that you had let hang out in your energy field for way too long. As for the feeling of not knowing how to let go of it, it wasn't that you didn't know how to let go of it. It was that you were in the process of letting it go and it wasn't going fast enough for you. That was the difference. So it was already in the process. You just needed to go through the process. You needed to allow the process to happen, which you did. You did allow the process to happen and it did. It was just in that in-between phase of stepping out of that energy and into the new energy that was very uncomfortable for you. Okay. So have I let go of that old timeline entirely? Yes. Okay. Is there anything else that I personally need to do in order to anchor into this new timeline? No. You've already anchored into this new timeline. 
until this timeline is also running out of steam, in which case you will jump to another one. So it was this happening collectively for a lot of people at this particular time? Yes. Why? It didn't have anything to do with the energies that are happening astrologically. Although the moon and the retrogrades that you speak of were supportive in doing this. If you think about the healing process or the letting go of old or the shedding of old, the full moon doesn't do it for you. It just holds a beautiful space for you to be able to do it. It just means that the energies are more supportive to do it. It's not that the moon is actually doing your work. It is that the moon is supporting you in doing the work. It is the same for the Venus retrograde. It is supporting you in being able to let go of old paradigms, of old thought forms and patterns and belief systems regarding love and relationships. How that shows up for every single person is going to be completely different based on their own personal experience, their soul's experience, their soul purpose, their life purpose. Okay. Do you have any other messages for us today? Yes. Okay. Don't be so hard on yourselves. You have come a long way. You've done a lot of work in a very short amount of time. This is not easy work, especially for the humans. The soul can do this work all day long, but your body, your human body is kind of what holds you back. One of the things we also want to mention, and this is something that came to your consciousness, Annette, at some point, in this transition, is that as we go through this ascension process, the lighter you become, the more you get closer to your light body, to your soul within this human vessel, the scarier it is for your human body. Because keep in mind, your human body has the memory. It has the memory of knowing that when you are in your light body, when you are in your soul, that means your human body has died. That is a memory because it is something that you have done hundreds, if not thousands of times. So your body remembers that, oh, if I'm in my soul, if I'm completely in my soul energy, that means I've died. So each one of these small transitions you go through that is part of the ascension process is almost like a mini death. And it's because you feel like getting closer to your light body in order to do so, you have to die. That is not the case anymore. And that is not the case as humans evolve and as earth evolves. So keep that in mind. Every time you go through one of these processes and you feel like you're going to die, you have that fear that you're going to die or any sort of fear of death at all, understand that it is part of the process of shedding those old fears, that death is something that just happens on a human level. And as you get closer to your soul, you can do so without dying now. And that will continue to prolong life longer and longer as the generations move on. Okay, great, thank you. Is there anything else? Not at this time. Okay, thanks. 
So I can really, I can relate to what Akula was saying regarding the feelings of dying because there have been many times where like, you know, that feeling you get when you're on a roller coaster and your stomach drops, like I've always hated that feeling. I've always hated that stomach droppy feeling because it makes me feel like I'm, like I'm falling, like I'm dying, like I can't, I can't control what is happening, right? And so there's a lot of that feeling that happens when I go through some of these transitions. It feels like falling. And when you're falling, there's nothing you can do but just let go and see what happens, right? Like you can't, I mean, unless you have a a parachute of some sort, in which case you can slow it down, which, you know, we do sometimes like during these transitions, we, we do have parachutes sometimes where we can ask our guides to help us out, or we can go through this a little bit more gracefully if we have a little bit more time to do so. But ultimately, if you're going through that, that quick transition, that's uncomfortable. It's just allowing it to happen and letting it flow through you and then coming out the other end, that's probably going to be the most beneficial as opposed to fighting it, getting scared, wondering what is happening, all of that, right? So I am out the other side now, I think, for the most part, but I would love to hear about your experiences for the past like couple of weeks or so. I'd love to hear what has been happening for you. So for next week's message, I'm going to talk a little bit about something that came up in a session today, which is something to stay tuned for. And this is about leaving a spiritual will. And I know it sounds interesting, but like, I can't believe it's never been talked about before that I know of, but like the idea of leaving a will of some sort to a friend who is spiritual stating that you give them the permission to see a medium or a psychic or somebody who is going to be able to make sure that your soul crossed over, that you clear any soul contracts or vows or anything that you need to. It's a great topic to talk about simply because when we're spiritual, we clean this stuff up all the time. But if you're not spiritual, like you may not think about doing this, right? So like to be able to sort of bring this to consciousness, I think would be super helpful. So we're going to talk a little bit about that next week. Stay tuned for the new episode on Wednesday, and I wish you all a beautiful, beautiful week.